Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I'm glad that you have come back today. Uh, we're going to pick up in Obadiah chapter 1. There's only one chapter, but chapter 1 and verse 10. Uh, the past couple of days, we, of course, have looked at the first nine verses where God is pronouncing this judgment on Edom. And as I mentioned yesterday, in verses 10 through... 14 uh, God gives the reasoning as to why Edom is is being punished and he says in verse 10 because of the violence done to your brother Jacob shame shall cover you and you shall be cut off forever as we've talked about their their brother Jacob these people the children of Israel and the Edomites would have been cousins or at least as they would describe it as brethren kinsmen and as we know in Genesis chapter 25 there I believe it starts around verse 19 is whenever we see Jacob and Esau being born to Isaac and Rebekah uh, we see of course if you're familiar with the account of of those brothers you are aware of what happens later in life whenever Isaac is growing older and it's to the point where he cannot really see very well and he uh, calls at least thinks he calls Esau in to bless Esau because Esau was the firstborn but as we know Rebecca favored uh, Jacob and so they went and they got some wool from the sheep and they put it all over Jacob because Esau was a, a very hairy hairy person uh, so that if if uh, Isaac would have touched Jacob he would have thought that it it was Esau and they did that to receive that blessing uh, from Jacob, or from rather Isaac. And of course Esau was not happy about that. And of course there was some contention between the brothers, but later of course if you continue reading the history of at least their relationship between Jacob and Esau themselves, uh, it was later restored and of course God blessed Esau and he even though he did not receive that blessing from Isaac he became very wealthy and of course grew into a great nation himself because God had blessed him at least in in that regard now their descendants they did not get along in fact we're gonna notice this here in just a second but there were multiple times that they were fighting against each other in the Old Testament and he says that it's because of this violence that they had done to the children of Israel, to their kinsmen, that God was punishing them. He says more specifically in verse 11, he says, On the day that you stood aloof, on the day that strangers carried off his wealth, speaking of Jacob's, foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem. You were like one of them. So whenever... At some point in their history, whenever they were being attacked, Edom didn't do anything to help them. And in fact, there's several occasions that, you know, people point to, commentators have pointed out uh, that kind of relate to this, might not be specifically what it's talking about, but again, illustrates, illustrates that contention that was between Edom and the children of Israel. Uh, for those that attend here at Collinsville, you know we've started this study of the book of Numbers. Well, then Numbers chapter 20, there in verses 14 and following, the children of Israel 
were trying to pass through the land of Edom so that they could get to the land of Canaan uh, to conquer it. And the Edomites denied their entry. They wouldn't allow the children of Israel to travel through their land to get to the land of Canaan. And so really, I guess that was one of the one of the first things that the Edomites did that that was really contrary to the children of, of Israel. And as I mentioned, there's numerous occasions. We have an example in 1 Samuel 14 and 2 Kings 14 of them fighting with the children of Israel. But there's one particular example in 2 Chronicles chapter 21. Uh, I want to go over there and, and share that with you. This takes place during the days of uh, Jehoram, King Jehoram. 2 Chronicles chapter 21. It says in verses 16 and 17, it says, And the Lord stirred up against Jehoram the anger of the Philistines and of the Arabians who are near the Ethiopians. And they came against Judah and invaded it and carried away all the possessions they found that belonged to the king's house and also his sons, his wives, so that no son was left to him except Jehoaz, his youngest son. Now, this text doesn't specifically mention Edom. Uh, well, it does earlier in the context of it, looking at verse 8. It says, In the days of Edom, and in his days, Edom revolted from the rule of Judah and set up a king of their own. And again, says that again in verses 9 and 10 that they had, had left, had left, Israel to really make their own own king and own kingdom. Now the interesting thing about this to me is that if we were again these charts that I have in the back of my Bible, if you again just a reminder if you want them message us and give us your email and can send that to you or maybe even we'll be able to send it to you through Facebook. I'm not sure if Facebook lets you send documents or not. I would imagine they do, but either way looking at these charts and looking at the history of the kings of Judah, Jehoram, the king that we're talking about here in 2 Chronicles 21, Jehoram reigned from about 848 to 841 B.C. Now the reason why that's interesting is because if we go back to the introduction, the, the date that we're kind of working off of in this study of Obadiah's prophesying this would be about 845 to 840 BC, right around the same time that King Jehoram was reigning, which would mean that it's possible that what Obadiah is talking about here is exactly what happened under the reign of Jehoram there in 2 Chronicles chapter 21, when the Philistines and those others rose up against Jerusalem and against Judah and plundered them. And Edom, perhaps as we are seeing here, just sat back and did absolutely nothing and allowed that to happen. It says, as he says in verse 11 of Obadiah, you, on that day, you stood aloof. Now we know that there was a lot of contention. We know that there was a lot of uh, fighting between the Edomites and the uh, children of Israel. And again, it would, be, it would be very difficult to be able to say this is exactly what he's talking about. Uh, it is, you know, undeniable that this particular event 
is exactly what Obadiah is prophesying about and, and what the Edomites are being punished for. It would be difficult to say that just simply because the scriptures don't tell us that that's exactly what he's talking about. But again, I think whenever we look at Second Chronicles, we understand when Jehoram was reigning and what took place during his reign. And when Obadiah was prophesying, it seems to me that that particular event would match up the best with what Obadiah is describing here. But even if we didn't have that, even if we don't know exactly what he was talking about, it's, the point still remains. Edom did not help the children of Israel when they needed their help, and that's the reason why they are being punished. And so that's what he's describing there in verses 10 and 11. Uh, he goes on to discuss a few different things in verses 12 through 14, but we just have about a, a minute or so left, and so I don't really uh, want to to get into all of that because I don't know if we'll have enough time to really look at that. Uh, so we'll we'll stop here uh, for now. And uh, so much for us being able to finish Obadiah in three session, sessions, but that's all right. Uh, I know that studying these Old Testament prophets is something that I know I need to do just personally, and I know many people tend to overlook these parts of the Bible, but they are very important and we can learn a lot about the history of the Jewish uh, world, but also understanding how God operates and what God expects of his people. And we can learn that through the examples of, of these people, such as the Edomites and others as well. Uh, but we'll stop there and we'll pick up in verse 12 on Monday. I thank you for your time and for your attention. As always, if you ever have questions, feel free to message us or call us or just comment them on the videos and we'll, we'll do our best to answer your questions with a biblical answer. Uh, but I thank you again for your time and for your attention and come back on Monday as we'll pick up in verse 12.